Section 7 of Gleanings in Buddha Fields. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Gleanings in Buddha Fields by Lafcadio Hahn. Chapter 6 Ningyo no Haka. Manyamon had coaxed the child indoors and made her eat. She appeared to be about eleven years old, intelligent, and pathetically docile. Her name was Ine, which means springing rice and her frail slimness made the name seem appropriate when she began under maniamon's gentle persuasion to tell her story i anticipated something queer from the accompanying change in her voice she spoke in a high thin sweet tone perfectly even a tone changeless and unemotional as the chanting of the little kettle over its charcoal bed not unfrequently in japan one may hear a girl or a woman utter something touching or cruel or terrible in just such a steady level penetrating tone but never anything indifferent it always means that the feeling is being kept under control there were six of us at home said ine mother and father and father's mother who was very old and my brother and myself and a little sister father was a hyoguya a paper hanger he papered sliding screens and mounted kakemono mother was a hairdresser my brother was apprenticed to a seal cutter father and mother did well mother made even more money than father we had good clothes and good food and we never had any real sorrow until father felt sick it was in the middle of the hot season father had always been healthy we did not think that his sickness was dangerous and he did not think so himself but the very next day he died we were very much surprised mother tried to hide her heart and to wait upon her customers as before but she was not very strong and the pain of father's death came too quickly eight days after father's funeral mother also died it was so sudden that everybody wondered then the neighbors told us we must make an ingyo no haka at once or else there would be another death in our house my brother said they were right but he put off doing what they told him perhaps he did not have money enough i do not know but the haka was not made what's a ningyo no haka i interrupted i think manyamon made answer that you have seen many ningyo no haka without knowing what they were they look just like graves of children it is believed that when two of a family die in the same year a third also must soon die there is a saying always three graves so when two out of one family have been buried in the same year a third grave is made next to the graves of those two and in it is put a coffin containing only a little figure of straw and over the grave a small tombstone is set up bearing a kaimyo footnote the posthumous buddhist name of the person buried is childed upon the tomb or haka End of footnote. the priests of the temple to which the graveyard belongs write the kamyo for the little gravestones by making a ningyo no haka it is thought that the death may be prevented we listen for the rest ine the child resumed there were still four of us grandmother brother myself and my little sister my brother was nineteen years old he had finished his apprenticeship just before father died we thought that was like the pity of the gods for us he had become the head of the house he was very skilful in his business and had many friends therefore he could maintain us he made thirteen yen the first month that is very good for a seal cutter one evening he came home sick he said that his head hurt him mother then had been dead for forty-seven days that evening he could not eat next morning he was not able to get up he had a very hot fever we nursed him as well as we could and sat up at night to watch by him but he did not get better on the morning of the third day of a sickness we became frightened because he began to talk to mother it was the forty-ninth day after mother's death the day the soul leaves the house and brother spoke of it 
as if mother was calling him yes mother yes in a little while i shall come then he told us that mother was pulling him by the sleeve he would point with his hand and call to us there she is there do you not see her we would tell him that we could not see anything then he would say ah you did not look quick enough she is hiding now she has gone down under the floor mats all the morning he talked like that at last grandmother stood up and stamped her foot on the floor and reproached mother speaking very loud taka she said taka what you do is very wrong when you were alive we all loved you none of us ever spoke unkind words to you why do you now want to take the boy you know that he is the only pillar of a house you know that if you take him there will not be any one to take care for the ancestors you know that if you take him you will destroy the family name oh taka it is cruel it is shameful it is wicked grandmother was so angry that all her body trembled then she sat down and cried and i and my little sister cried but our brother said that mother was still pulling him by the sleeve when the sun went down he died grandmother wept and stroked us and sang a little song that she made herself i can remember it still oya no nai koto hamabe no chidori higuri higuri ni sode shiboru footnote children without parents like seagulls of the coast evening after evening the sleeves are wrung the word shidori indiscriminately applied to many kinds of birds is here used for seagull the cries of the seagull are thought to express melancholy and desolation hence the comparison the long sleeve of the japanese robe is used to wipe the eye as well as to hide the face in moments of grief to wring the sleeve that is to wring the moisture from a tear-drenched sleeve is a frequent expression in japanese poetry End of footnote. so the third grave was made but it was not a ningyo no haka and that was the end of our house we lived with kindred until winter when grandmother died she died in the night when nobody knew in the morning she seemed to be sleeping but she was dead then i and my little sister were separated my sister was adopted by a tatamiya a mat-maker one of father's friends she is kindly treated she even goes to school a fushigi na kotoda a komata ne murmured maniemon then there was a moment or two of sympathetic silence ine prostrated herself in thanks and rose to depart as she slipped her feet under the thongs of her sandals i moved toward the spot where she had been sitting to ask the old man a question she perceived my intention and immediately made an indescribable sign to maniemon who responded by checking me just as i was going to sit down beside him she wishes he said that the master will honorably strike the matting first but why i asked in surprise noticing only that under my unshut feet the spot where the child had been kneeling felt comfortably warm maniemon answered she believes that to sit down upon the place made warm by the body of another is to take into one's life all the sorrow of another person unless the place be stricken first whereat i sat down without performing the ride and we both laughed Ine, said maniemon the master takes your sorrows upon him he wants i cannot venture to render maniemon's honorifics to understand the pain of other people you need not fear for him Ine. End of section seven.